Hey, hey, welcome back to Black Girl Manifest. It's Brittany. And this is Anika. Welcome back for another week. Burn, 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 burn. Nika, you do it because I can't do it. Burn, 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 burn. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you really just set me up. <laughs> I really hope I don't be loud in people's ears when I be laughing, but y'all be all right. No, I don't think so. If you don't like it, turn the volume down. Anywho, how's your week been, girl? My week has been very stressful, but you Ooh, know, yeah. I really breached the uh, a peak. I mean, I guess I saw a rainbow at the end of the week when I passed this motherfucking real estate class. Yes, you better sell them houses, ho. You hear me, girl? I bet I've been hyping myself up over here, and um, and I've had a great weekend, so it was it was worth it. Oh, I was so wretched during the week. <laughs> but it's over now so yes i'm so godly proud of you like this just listen that girl is a grown-up for real for real like <laughs> teach me how to be grown like you teach me how to dug this dougie it'd be hard being a dog i don't even want it i want to be i don't want what what, what the uh rug rat say i don't want to be a grown people anymore <laughs> How's your week been? It's too many responsibilities. Uh, <laughs> he word is tillities. Utilities. Uh, utilities, tillities, all these tillities. Too much. Uh, my week has been... Uh, it's been a week? It's been a week, yeah. I just, like, seriously, like, getting back into the workforce, like, I really think, like, you jinxed me and put a hex on me because you was like, Girl, you get back to work, and these these clear people gonna get on your nerves. And oh, I ain't been tried not once but twice. Okay, <laughs> and I'm ready to go. This is the ghetto, and it's ironic because I honestly never called work the ghetto until there was a lot more Anglo's around me, which is the irony. It is Oof. so fucking ghetto, but you know. It's, it, it's 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 gonna get better. Like I had a really good weekend. Um, my boo took me out on a little date or whatever. Oh, a date? Yeah, and I had a good time. Like you know, just trying to get back into dating when you're married. So you know, you can't forget that. Right, it's so important. So, oh, child, especially with three kids. So yes, it's. Y'all make sure that y'all keep the dating up, like not on just one side, but on both sides. Like y'all make sure y'all take him out on dates as well. Um, I don't mind, you know, picking up the tab. Like we kind of rotate it. Like he do a date, or whoever's like, hey, let's go on a date. Like whoever initiates it. Like okay, yeah, I'll pay for it. Or you know, like it's nice to treat each other sometimes. So that girl just wanted to pay for the tab because she got that check with that long. Oh baby, listen to me. I didn't pay for that. I didn't pay for that tab, baby. I didn't pay for that, baby. She don't advertise. Sometimes I pay, but I ain't pay for this time. I didn't pay this time. No, if I got to get it answered. Oh my I'm gosh! Like, all right, sorry, mom. All oh, right, what? Ah, <laughs> oh, Cliff. Oh, <laughs> wow. But yeah, it's been a week. But anywho, well, I'm glad it's behind us, so we can transition into another week and do the ghetto shit all over again. Oof. Okay, so this week we are going to be talking about the institution of church and 
I guess, where we stand on it. We don't really talk about it much um, as a culture. I feel like we have, we all have the knowledge, not the knowledge, but we're all in the, you know, rhythm of getting up and going to church every Sunday and on with the hallelujah. But we just kind of wanted to share our point of view and not to, you know, as a disclaimer, not to diss any, you know, what anybody's points of views are or anything. We just kind of wanted to share ours our experience um because I actually met Brittany at church and we shared that on our first episode when we were letting you guys kind of get to know us um we definitely met at church um I don't know I've I've I've, I have conflicting feelings about it and I'll go into that in just a moment but I've I don't I just okay so in growing up in church I've, I've pretty much always went to church there were pockets of times where I guess you know faith wavered on my parents and so maybe we didn't go as much um but then when they were on it was on and my stepdad was extremely hallelujah Jesus saves and all of that um I don't know I just I, like I said I, I met Brittany church I grew I, I grew up in church and when as a kid when I was going to church and especially around even even before Brittany um, I mostly went to church for the aspect of friends I don't think that I had a concept that I mean you know all the bibles and the stories in the bible and the history and everything like that that you you learn and they you know becomes repetitive but I don't I as a child I I know I dreaded the sermon along with every child right like everybody dreaded mm-hmm. that like I don't want to sit here for this shit but I know I went I went for the friends I I I don't remember thinking like hey I'm gonna get up and serve the Lord and all that stuff I was thinking like hey I'm about to go we got something to eat today bet we got we're gonna meet up we're gonna you know fellowship and the singing we're gonna make fun of you know that is why that was church for me I didn't really like I don't think it was any point in time you know that I was just really like I don't know like I'm not going to say believing. I mean, it's like, I didn't, I didn't know to challenge things until I got older and learned a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I just, um, it just, I don't know. What do you think about that, Brittany? Um, I definitely agree. I went to church for as long as I can remember, like I've been in church. Um, just to give a little bit of background of what church we were members oh, yeah. of yeah, um, that part. we were members of like the church of christ and so what the church of christ believes is like they are the only church and this is a church that jesus built and this is the foundation and um all, all those other churches are man-made and um no music is allowed to be played it's no like instruments acapella. no instruments it's all acapella singing um what else no women speaking these hoes got yeah. to be quiet yeah it's like no women can you know talk or be i don't even think women were allowed to lead in music oh you know? no not, not yeah they couldn't even do that um so it was a very um, very much a male dominated um religion or is a male dominated you know, religion or whatever. Um, I went to, like I said, as long as I can remember, I've always 
being in the church and been in the church of Christ and like even with my grandmother, both of my um my dad's mom was Baptist and then my great grandmother was Baptist. And so I will always want to go to church with them because that that church was a little bit more fun. Like they had music and I could stomp and I could be loud and I could do this and I could do that. But my parents didn't necessarily want me to go to church with my grand, you know, my grandmothers or whatever. But I just always remember church being a place where I could socialize. I wasn't there too much for the lesson because Church of Christ is very, uh, what's the word I want to say? Very, um, very prevalent in damnation and condemnation. Like, if you think about sex, you're going to go to hell. If you do this, you're going to go to hell. It's like, well, do God even love me? So what's the point of even being here? Like, if I'm going to go to hell, period. <laughs> but, you know, you said something to me, which I think is profound, which is kind of the reasons why I think both of us think how we think. it. Um, you said that, you know, you're, I think you said your parents didn't want you to go to church with your grandma because I mm-hmm. guess I'm a, because that was a different um, de- uh, denomination. Yeah. Now, what I find interesting about Christianity, because I just... I don't consider myself a Christian, but I feel like when I say that, people just think like see flaming emoji. Uh, yeah, you know, like you the devil, and it's just like really calm all that slave shit down. Because listen, if you're telling me that it 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 you feel a type of way from one denomination to another, and this is still Christian, so because they choose to have different traditions in this church you're saying that your church is the, you know, the right, I just feel like it, it's really judgmental. It's like, well, what difference? We're, if, if we're, we're all talking about God, you know, the same God. And, but if at this church is different, cause you don't like the way they do stuff. And just like, for instance, not to bash anybody, but like I dated somebody that was a Jehovah's witness and he mm-hmm. wasn't into the shit at all, but his mom was and it was like certain things he couldn't say to her he couldn't call and tell her happy birthday this and that and I'm like okay if we're serving the same God because I choose to celebrate my birthday are you going to get better favor because you made up all these rules where y'all don't do that like it's just it's just strange mm-hmm. to me it's one God but it's so many denominations and all of them are just like well we do it over here like this and it's like really I think we're missing the grand scheme of this whole like there's a world beyond church there's a world beyond our country there's a world beyond our world there's a whole galaxy and it's just hard for me to get up and go somewhere two three days a week and pray something when there's just so much else going on yeah it's a lot about um um i don't even know if i want to say i'm better than you you better than me or because you i do this and you do that it's a lot of come on church um, misinterpretations of what the bible says because if you just really break it down and start reading for yourself without the um veil of whatever religion mm-hmm. um you can interpret that stuff a lot better for yourself like every religion kind of puts their own spin on whatever i know it's the i don't know exactly what verse it is or what book but you know the church of christ is like we said previously the church of christ is real heavy on women not speaking at all we're very silent like I don't even think like if we're even you know a uh, youth group and stuff like that we didn't have any women teachers am I wrong no you're not wrong 
it was very oh male. the only thing we had was Kristen and Justin and I think what that was okay because there was Justin you know but she never was really doing too much of the leading per se yeah I guess it's more of like um you know women's secretary you get in the kitchen and you cook and you know whatever it's more it's that kind of suppressive misogynistic kind of domin you know domination or whatever um and I just really felt like as I got a little bit older and you know got to Memphis and started going to church where you know I met you and our other friend I just kind of felt like more of church was I was I enjoyed going to church because I was with my friends and I enjoyed going to church in Ohio, you know, because I was with my cousins or whatever. I didn't, I really didn't get too much out of it. Yeah, same here. And so I'll fast forward. So, I mean, we went to church. I know I did because it was mostly, ob- you know, obligatory. But my mom wasn't like hell bent on like if we didn't want to go. It's not like, oh, you have to go today. Like, you know, she would definitely, you know, encourage us to go. But she wasn't being a, you know a certain type yeah. of way about us not going but so with with us having to do that and then be at service twice a day on Sundays which is just so crazy to me and then go on Wednesdays as an adult After school and then be at the, I'm already at school for eight hours and then you want me to come to church for what two three hours it's too much but you know what Wednesdays were the best time for me yeah like, okay I can you know it's a little bit more lax on Wednesday I can be with my friends whatever <laughs> Right. And Wednesdays was more like it was like a social thing. But mm-hmm. so as an adult, when I started having more responsibilities and more things to do, Sunday just became like a default if I wasn't working. Because um, at one time I remember working on Sundays at various jobs, but and I never minded. But Sunday just became like a default chill day to me. And I never yeah. just took that. I never took that. Um, and it could have had a lot to do with my mom and my stepdad getting divorced. There was not a lot of structure. But as an adult, I just never continued that tradition. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't have to go, so I'm not going to go because I literally have something else to do. I would still, you know, pray, but very loosely, not as much. And overall, I still, like, believe in general. But I, if, if anything, I was kind of more beating myself up, like, I probably should go to church. But I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Every now and then I would. And I had a roommate who was like really into church and she would like, well, you should come to church with me. And I'm like, eh, um, I, I just didn't. And as I got older, you know, and I met my husband when we first started dating, we both grew up in church. We both went to church for friends. So we had a lot of um, similarities there. And I remember going to church one particular time, a couple of times we went, but I just didn't feel comfortable. And I remember mm-hmm. the first time he said to me, which really offended me he was like I don't believe in that Jesus shit and I was like why would you say that Jesus is life Jesus is Lord Jesus is everything and I had to it took me like like a year and some months to kind of ponder on that now everybody has their own thoughts but I I see his point of view especially as somebody who grew up in church like you know he believes you know in God and prays that but the whole Jesus thing is kind of a stretch especially when you make him look like one thing but you describe him as something else and everybody's like oh okay we'll go with that it's just yeah. it's very confusing but I just remember being in church one time and the singing and the praising I I like that and then when it got to the sermon and I saw people like jumping up and down and running I was just really uncomfortable I was just like I just do not yeah. feel like I belong here I feel like 
I, and I, I remember looking at him like, okay, I don't want to ruin his church thing because I'm not, I'm not knowing that he's uncomfortable too. So I looked and I'm like, are you okay? He's like, yeah. He's like, why well, are you ready to go? I'm like, oh, not if you're not. He was like, no, I, we can go. And I'm like, sure, we can go. I, I, <laughs> I just felt like, and it was like literally in him. He wasn't close to being done. It was in the middle of the sermon. And I just felt, we both were just like, I got to get the fuck up out of here. It just didn't fit what I've learned. And, you know, over the years, it just, it wasn't a fit for me anymore. And it wasn't about, well, do you, do you still believe? It's like, yeah, I still believed in certain core values, but I just couldn't follow the whole, this is the religion and let's do that. I, I couldn't, I could not do that. It felt so off. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I had an experience like that, but I definitely, you know, gone, gone to my church. I mean, not gone to my church, but gone to church with my husband and, you know, looked over at him and he was either asleep or just <laughs> super uninterested. And it's like, okay, so it's not just me. Like, I am paying a little bit of attention, but something feel off, you know? And is uh, it me or, sorry to interrupt you, but now, is it me or did you, I feel like as an adult, you were supposed to automatically be interested. I'm like, okay, if I'm a teenager, I know I want to hear shit, but as an adult, all the other adults seem interested. Where is the, where is the, the, the magic uh, religion fairy that's gonna make me just want to hear this I never it never came yeah. that way for me ever yeah um I'm gonna say like um my experience going to church was it really was kind of off-putting even as younger because in our group of friends I like this is just me and how I felt, you know, as an adult and just, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. but the church that we met at, I was always treated a little bit different. And I know why I was treated different and I don't want to, because my mama was different um, and the pastor knew that my mama was different. So I think that kind of boiled over to, well, you know, my mom didn't go to church at the time. My mom was really big in church now, but she didn't go to church then at the time. And I would go to church with my aunt and my uncle. And I was kind of just always, I didn't seriously realize this until maybe a couple months ago. I was like, damn, I was kind of treated a little bit different. And I was kind of treated like to the point where I was a little bit more promiscuous than everybody else. And I was, I was, I think I was the last of the friends to lose my virginity, if I'm not mistaken, not, you know, to put anybody out there, but, and, but I was the first to have a child. And so then when I came to church with my child, it was just like, Mm, I knew it I knew she was this way and this way and blah 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 so that just turned me off from church peers like okay this is I'm supposed to be going here to seek God and to um see God see community and all these other kind of things but it was just kind of like well you're not living how we want you to live so fuck you basically yeah and that brings me to my next point because as I started to kind of just draw away from that whole thing I really felt like especially in talking to people who go um very frequently on a frequent basis Mm -hmm. it really let me know that a lot I'm not gonna say all but I'm gonna say a lot and I'm even gonna say most Mm -hmm. most people that you know going to church on a regular regular basis are judgmental people and also narrow-minded and I say that because it's hard for somebody that is so heavily into the things that your your um, denomination um, how they interpret the bible 
it, it has an effect on how you view the rest of the world. So there's certain things that a church people don't even acknowledge or they don't have a real explanation for. And that's a lot of things in this world we don't have a real explanation for. But everything just goes back to, oh, let's just have faith and let's just have faith. And it's just like that, honestly, is just so crippling to our culture as a black people. I will not stand down from saying that. I really do, you know, feel that way. And I've just noticed that people, you know, there a lot of them are very judgmental and just they can't see past the scope. The scope is so small. It's like, okay, but you're looking out of through like one lens. It's this whole other shit around you. And y'all just don't even acknowledge any of that just because you happen to believe, you know, in your white Jesus and all of that. Like I it it's just hard for me to have a conversation sometimes with somebody that's um so churchy because I can talk to anybody. Um, yeah, I probably don't want to, but I mean, I can you know, I can get along with anybody. But the judgment is just really harsh and it's just really off putting. It's kind of like, hmm, because I used yeah. to look look at people the same way. Like, you don't go to church? Like, why? Who told me to look at people like that? That ain't none of your business if somebody go to church or not. And it's not for you to judge them based on your small ass scope of how you view the world. Because somebody's yeah. telling you how to think. They're they're programming your mind, and it's just it's just not a good look. Yeah. Um, um, people who are in the church, um, not all, because I know that it's, you know, it's not all whatever, but um, I've come across a lot of people who are judgmental, who have a lot to say about what the hell you got going on and they're sweeping their own damn porch. Mm. Um, I just don't want to take any, I don't want to learn from nobody about Jesus or about God and they are um doing worldly things as well. I know that we're all humans, but I don't want to I don't want my pastor to teach me shit about my marriage if my pastor is cheating on his wife. I don't want any of that. You can't you can't tell me anything. Let's talk about the pastor though. How everybody there I get that there's admiration for any leaders of any segment or group, but I feel like church pastors are really placed on this pedestal and almost worshiped as if they can't do any wrong but they'll get you know they'll say i used to do this i do all the wrong that they acknowledge doing is something in the past when they were of this world right right nothing that says you know i've i've not been nice to my wife lately or anything like that to make them a real person but we really like romanticize the fuck out of my pastor he gonna really like and you know what if that's somebody you look up to there I'm pretty sure there are really you know good pastors out here because at one time I felt that way about a pastor I had before I um came to Memphis but I noticed like it's just and especially not being in the bible belt anymore it's just kind of like hmm y'all really dig this church up it is so much going on around you that it's being missed but the only thing we're gonna say is well, I can't do nothing but pray. Like you actually could do something because sometimes I feel like people just use that as an excuse to not do anything else. Well, it's in God's hands now. Like, yeah, but what are you going to do? What kind of actions are you going to, you know? Yeah. I I definitely agree. Um, we put way too much uh, value into this worldly person and this, you know, person is not living up to the standards of God or we put way too much value in you know whatever into 
going to church, but if you you going to church on Sundays, but you turning the hell up to, you know, plies or whatever, or you know, Roddy Rich and who else, whoever. Once you leave the parking lot, then what is the point? I remember one time, like I, I finally got in the car. I was like, okay, let me go to church or whatever. I got a car, and I pulled off the lot, and I was listening to Walker Flock, and I was like, you know what? This ain't right. This ain't. Why is this? Why is this not sticking with me? Is it something me or is it church? And it was. And honestly, it was a little bit of both. Um. But I will say, like, I've, I asked my mom, like, why do, like, what's the reason of going to church? And I I believe her answer was, like, you know, being around like-minded people or whatever. But I can have my own church here on, in the house by myself. You know, I could put my windows up in my, you know, my apartment clean my space, put on my worship music and, you know, pray and manifest to God. Like, I can do that by, on my own. I don't have to have a whole bunch of people in my space or, Judge. you know, judging or, you know, I can read the Bible for myself. Um, and I know a lot of people who, who do go to church would, you know, have something to say about that. But if I can do it on my own and get what I need out of it and... and interpret it the way I want to interpret it because that's what you, essentially that's what y'all doing when y'all go to church you interpret it the way you want to interpret it you're putting your spin on it and saying x y and z if I can do that at home in the presence where that makes me feel good then I don't see the I don't I don't see the issue with it especially if y'all don't come around with a basket I don't have it I'm manifesting more and I will spread a basket at home I ain't with the tithing I just really girl I mean, if I'm not gonna go, <laughs> listen, I'm I'm not I can't see me joining a church and just because my mind frame is totally different. I'm not saying that, you know, I don't have some some of those same values, but ultimately whether you're a Christian, non Christian, however the church people want to classify you, none of that matters if your heart is rotten in the inside. You could have a seat at church every Sunday, tithe and do whatever you want to do, and still be rotten and talking about people and judging people in your heart, even if you haven't said the words. It's some rotten people everywhere. So going to church doesn't necessarily put a covenant on you and make you different than anybody else it's just something that you choose to do in this life because we didn't get a script to say this is the right thing everybody's figuring this shit out most people especially yeah. along the south just happen to and that goes back to slavery just happen to mm. feel like church is life church is girl, I, I, girl don't push the gas on that one don't push the gas on that one don't push the gas on that one that's a whole different conversation i won't push it all the way but i just know that it's not it's not like that everywhere it's mostly I mean, churches all over, but I see mostly in the South or, or, and I see a lot of like African people here who are really into church, but that's more of, I can take that somewhere else, but I don't just generally hear. It's not like the people don't just get up and go to church. They do it like every now and then it's because everybody just like, okay, that's, you know, I might go to church. I might not, whatever. So I don't know. I, 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 feel like I know what it originates because at one time people were getting their ass beat and they didn't have anything to believe in so they wanted something to believe in so I, I get all of that and I still have the same values I just it's hard for me to digest certain parts of what I learned because I, I definitely believe in a higher power 
um, whatever mm-hmm. you may want to call him God or whatever, because I still acknowledge that. But it's just hard when you were taught that there was God, Jesus and the Holy Ghost. So sometimes it's confusing on separating that, you know, for me. And I, I just choose to focus on just being better in general, just being a better person in general, not being because y'all know I can be petty, you know, not being, you know, so petty and just being more open to concepts ideas and more feeling people's energies so it just to me that's more that is more spiritual than actually church because they mention spirituality in church but I don't really find church to be spiritual Mm -hmm. what I mean what are we what's spiritual I don't I don't I don't I don't I, I, I don't know I, I don't find it to be I just find it to be this is a lesson we learning this is what you shouldn't do this is you know coming back but as far as spiritual anytime you talk about spiritual or anything that's not in your eyes your eyesight besides you know um, things that they tell you to have faith in it's almost like we don't want to talk about that we don't acknowledge um, any type of life after death other than we all waiting on judgment day we don't acknowledge it's, it, there's no really talk about spirituality it, it just stops I think what tithing is, um, so you, I'm, I'm tithing this ten percent of my income, and I'm tithing, you know, for years and years and years and years. So, is there a point, like, please, y'all, please educate me because I've, I've never been in this situation. Please educate me, send us an email, or you know, let us know your thoughts or whatever. But. Is tithing for, is that the cushion for when people in, you know, the community who say, you know, Erica's behind on her car note? Can Erica go to the church and say, I need help paying my car note? Does Erica have to pay that money back? Erica shouldn't have to pay that money back because she, you know, ties continuously. But I really want to know the point of tithing and you know a building fund especially if we got building funds and <laughs> the building ain't building and the building ain't growing and it's the same since Glenwood I need where, where's the money going who y'all got on who who y'all got contracting Bob the Builder or no Bob needs to hurry the hell up listen that so <laughs> that that's serious like I please y'all let me know seriously y'all let me know I really want to know how that works honestly because I just don't where's the money going if you think of it as there's institutions, right? So we got prison as an institution. We mm-hmm. all know what that's for. Um, and that's kind of like government is tied to all the institutions. We got school as an institution. And then church mm-hmm. is an institution as well. They don't pay taxes. Because they don't pay taxes. But you know what? That's just that. I'm just talking about my experience with church. So now I'm I just choose to be. And thanks to Brittany, she definitely kind of opened my eyes on like cleansing your space, cleansing your energy, crystals, and things that actually have energy that are real, true things that are natural to the earth, and things that I think Christian people would choose to disregard. Like, oh, we don't believe in that because we, you know. But I found it to be a lot more peaceful, just in general is practicing something just a different uh, frame of mind and I've, I've also realized that my mind is a lot more open than it used to be a lot yeah I would I would definitely say like Christians are uh, people who are I'm not gonna say Christians because uh, I don't know if I would consider myself a Christian 
now I don't know if I would consider myself like no I'm like I definitely believe that God the universe I believe in all that but I don't believe in white wavy here as Jesus I don't believe in that um because the Bible says one thing and then it's portray- he's portrayed as something totally different like Bible says Jesus hair was made out of you know wool so I have hair made out- I ain't never seen no white person hair made out of wool Honestly, kinky and cool. I, I ain't never seen that, but um, they're very, very... Like that? Mm-mm. Oh, Mm-mm. I, was just I ain't never seen no one with no twist out. I ain't never seen that. Um, <laughs> they're not they're not very open minded because I remember um saying something about my my crystals or whatever, and they was like, "Yeah, you should go, you know, playing your stones or whatever." That was kind of offensive to me, like so. Just because you're you're not knowledgeable and don't want to learn about this other stuff, but you can learn about white Jesus all day long. It kind of really just made me feel a type of way. So, yeah. Yeah, I I definitely don't consider myself a Christian. I don't follow Christianity. I'm not into, and actually, I'm actually, I'm not into like following one religion, but I'm really, um, I said I was going to read up on like different religions and Buddha because I feel like all religions have something in common. They have one person that they're really looking to as the person that, you know, saved the people or this main, they got a main nigga. Okay. If you will, every, every religion has that. (laughs) But I think, I I don't think that no religion is wrong. So if if I'm a Christian and people over here that does Buddhism, they're going to go to, to your hell because they didn't believe what you believed. I have a real hard time with that. I, I feel like that I just, you know, I just choose to be peaceful and just keep intentions and energies in mind because, again, you can go to church and sit on a pew all day long, but if you're a judgmental, narrow-minded person, that is somebody we would not get along. <laughs> right. No. And we're back. We are back. Welcome back, y'all. So we have reached my favorite segment of the podcast. Mm. If niggas ain't got shit else, they got the what? Let me tell <clears throat> Audacity. She makes it sound nice. Audacity <laughs> really is not nice. It's really so annoying. And it's funny because I was I was looking at I'm in a I think I'm in a travel group on Facebook and Uh-oh. okay, so I have two audacities. But okay. let me go let you go first. Did you have one, Brittany? I don't have an audacity this week. Not one that I'm willing to get into. You should have had one, but that's all right. I, I'll take them for you. So, this is just one small thing that I have to say. I, I'm in a travel group on Facebook. I think it's called like Black People Who Travel or something like that. And the point of this group is for people who go to these different countries to kind of list things that they've done so that, you know, when you're traveling to that country, you can then search in the group and kind of get some pointers rather than having to start from scratch. It's really kind of cool so Mm -hmm. i don't know if you guys saw but there was an article that came out this past week about a girl on spirit airlines um who i'm I'm surprised Brittany, if you didn't hear about this who um she was sitting in her seat and she said she woke up to the man beside her with his his hand in her pants (gasps) she was a black girl and of course shut up no girl 
right? So they posted the article in the group. I'll get to that. So let me just give you guys some background on the article. So yeah, that happened. And pretty much she was struggling on whether or not she would make a big deal about it. But that is a huge deal. So she said something to, you know, alerted the flight attendant or whatever. And, you know, they made her move, like made it, you know, she moved and he was just, he was telling her, be quiet and all that stuff. So she's choosing to speak out about that. And of course, when they landed, she's thinking that, you know, he'd be taken to jail. No, none of that. Um, So she, of course, now speaking out about it and Spear Airlines called themselves investigating. That's all I know. I don't know. I know she was a black girl. I don't know if he was black. I didn't even I just thought that was pretty ridiculous no matter what he looked like to wake up that way so this article was posted in the group and I just hate you niggas so much I just wanted to Mm -hmm. because y'all literally and this is what it brings me to this comment because if y'all have shit else y'all got to add audacity I'm looking just looking at the comments why and I see pretty much all the because this is a black group all the black men discrediting the fuck out of the article pretty much saying we don't know if it's true or da, 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 da. but like it's an article and even people were even women a little bit of women was like oh this source because the article was posted from like it wasn't like a news source it was something else but it was a real story anybody could google it this is just what they post this is um their article they posted to the group so there's men just going like pretty much doubting her story and i'm like so why is it that when a woman says something, the first thing you want to do is discredit her because she could be lying rather than potentially taking it serious and holding y'all men accountable? And that is the problem. Niggas don't hold themselves, white, black, um, Indian, whoever, don't hold themselves accountable. It's, it's automatically, let's check your facts. Let's see, why was you sleeping that hard? Who sleeps that hard? Even I, women were saying that... Um, because the guy supposedly put like a uh, a jacket, his jacket or something over them both. Um, and I'm just like, so rather than really thinking about how tragic it is, knowing that there's been plenty of men convicted and knowing that y'all got homeboys that think that same way, you rather just jump on her end and discredit her. And I saw one girl say, she's going back and forth with the guy, back and forth, back and forth. And I'm liking all her saying, her comments because she's totally right. And then one thing she said, if niggas don't got shit else, they got all that. She literally said that. And I was like, oh, we got to be friends on Facebook because she don't even know about this podcast. And this is just something that we've coined because it is so true. We're not the only ones that say that. That is so true. Um, I don't but folks act like you, you know, my husband takes sleeping pills on the you know, he'll take a towel and I pee him before he gets on the plane because it makes him nervous. So, why? What do you mean people don't sleep that hard? Like people genuinely do sleep that hard. And why is why is that even something that you would bring up in the first damn place? It doesn't matter. It don't matter what people wear. It don't matter if she had a skirt on. It don't matter if she had a hat on. It don't matter shit. It don't matter if she was ugly. It don't matter if she was pretty. It don't matter if she was fat. The the problem is it was the man who was the problem. That was a problem. And I can and I put myself in her shoes and like if I woke up, which on the plane I'm typically a light sleeper. But even if I woke up, it don't you could have been light or whatever. It don't take much if he reached in if it, it don't let's say he didn't even get out where he was touching me inappropriately and I made a big deal about it. Depending on what the man looked like, nine times out of ten, I'm just going to look like somebody that's crazy just because of those type of comments and shit that people make and even women help out. Like, 
well, we don't know. What the fuck you mean we don't know? This is what the article says. Any other time, if niggas around here robbing people and y'all y'all gonna take the precautions that way, if it's something that yeah. puts you in danger, but because of somebody's experience, you the first thing you rather do is discredit it rather than taking it as for you know face value. It's like, so mm-hmm. how are we choosing to evaluate what crimes we taking for serious and what we're not? Like women say something, we're just like, oh, she probably lying. Why would I do that on a plane? What what I mean, let's say she was lying. What did she have to benefit from that? Listen, I would have had that plane tipping on for foes. <laughs> we we are landing right now. I saw a lot of that in the comments. I saw a lot of that. But honestly, it's just so sad because it's like if you're in that situation, you yell and be a bitch and you know, not be a bitch. Let me take that back. I'm not saying that that was wrong. I'm just saying you make it known that this somebody wronged you. You know what I'm saying? Especially if somebody violated you. You have to, and she even said she she was um gonna just say, you know what, I'm gonna leave it alone. The fact that that's even a thought for one second, because I bet you Sarah ass ain't going for that shit. Period. And uh Sarah would have been on CNN. Right. Telling her story. This should have been national news. And and I'm telling you, these they don't care about the blacks they don't especially the women because even you got our men just being like mm, well mm. but that's nothing new you niggas gonna continue to do really audacious shit like that and yeah so my next audacity <clears throat> goes out to this goes out to the girls on the street. Oh, this go whole, this goes out to all the niggas in the generation above me. Is that the is that are we really calling them the baby boomers or what are we? Is that what I don't called? think uh, I think no, it's something my else. No, my mom's not a boomer. Whatever they are, it's a it's a the, whoever came after the baby boomers. I should have looked that up. Let me let me do my Google. Hold yeah, on. do your Googles so I can Google. address y'all properly. Do 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 do. Hey. Do 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 do. Okay. What is the generation after? Are they called Gen Z? No, because I think Gen Z is under us. The okay. They are called. Nope. That's not the silent generation. Just what is the what's after? 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 Google done put before child. Um, they are called Generation Xers, nineteen seventy seven to nineteen eighty four. Okay, no, go the our parents go to like nineteen, go to like nineteen sixties because my mom was born like sixty nine. Okay, what generation? In in the sixties. The sixties. Okay, here we are. They are called Generation X. Okay, Gen Gen X, and then we're Millennials, and then we got Gen Z. Okay, let me tell y'all mm-hmm. something. Gen X, motherfucking Ooh. pre uh um baby boomer juniors, y'all have some audacity. Mm-hmm. Okay, especially when it comes to the workforce, specifically the Anglo ones. Oof. The black ones do it too, but the Anglo ones, y'all have me fucked up at work on a daily basis, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Why is it that we all come to work, but there's different expectations of me and my millennial black self than there is a freaking Susan and her Gen X self, okay? It's acceptable for Susan not to know how to do certain things 
Um, but for me as a millennial, I because I grew up around technology, I should know how to do whatever. And, and that's just the expected. But it's okay for her to, to lack the knowledge in that area because those are her quote unquote, and I quote, limitations. Let me expound upon that. This week, there was a lady who sent me, who, mind you, she works at home. She literally could bring her ass to the office, but they allow her to work from home, whatever. So she only has to come to office once a week. She hadn't even been coming in. So she um, works for a specific rep. So she pretty much um, handles all of his customers, everything that comes to him and anything that's like too complicated that, you know, she's pretty much customer service, but anything that's too complicated, she's going to send it to us and we're going to do contracts and, you know, reformatting things and whatever. So she sends us something that is something very basic and something that would take a little time, something that is, is not a function of my job. It mm-hmm. was something related to something that she does every day. But because she didn't want to get an understanding of what it was, she decided, hey, I'm going to send it in to them and they're going to do it. After after I looked further into it, I'm like, we shouldn't be doing this. I looked at my supervisor. I'm like, okay, let me, before I roast her nicely, let me, let you know, get a second opinion. My supervisor is really mm, kind of like, let's just say she's more nice and tolerant than me. She was like, oh, well, we'll look at it again. So she was out a couple of days and mind you the deadline was coming up and she kept saying hey we need this done we need this done I'm like so all this time you literally rather sit here and wait on me to do your job than for you to just jump in and get get the shit done so I was like I'm not doing it whatever I I was stood firm I'm not doing it I went to her boss and I'm like listen am I right this is her function she should be doing this yeah totally she should be doing this she should be doing this I said okay so I literally sent this bitch a screenshot of what she should do I sent her step-by-step instructions on what she should do. And I even did two examples for her on the spreadsheet and highlighted them yellow. I would think that that's pretty fucking easy to follow because these were simple things you do every day. But Mm. because it was something outside of what you felt like you wanted to do at the moment, I said, and I I even asked her to call me with questions. Let's be real. I'm pretty sure she makes more money than I do, but it's okay for her to just not do certain shit or lack the knowledge and just be like, oh, well, well, we just didn't learn that. Well, I don't know, Excel. Well, bitch, if you work in somewhere that requires you to know it, you need to fucking know it. Okay. I don't care that you didn't grow up in technology. You're in, this is about business. But as a millennial, I'm expected to know these things and just do it and take a, and make it and do it at a, a lower rate. I know this bitch makes more than me for a fact. So instead of her reaching out to say, hey, Nika, can you, you know, expound upon those easy ass instructions you gave me? She did not. What she did was took it and sent it to this other, her, the guy she works for, his boss, only for him to send it back to me. And I'm like, that's some shiesty ass shit because she trying to go behind my back saying, hey, I can't do this. I sent it into this group and they are not doing it. So he sent it in to me with a whole chain. I see her being a snitch. He ain't even giving a fuck about trying to hide any of that. So I'm like, all right. I told her boss and I said, you know what? She will contact you on this matter because I I literally was not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I took it to her. Her boss agreed that I should not do that. But this bitch going to turn around and do it for her. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. If you want to do it, I'm just Wait, 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 wait. Your boss did it for her? My boss's boss did it for her. Even though they said you should Even though I it? shouldn't do it. Because, because 
Gen Z, what do we call them? Gen X has a problem with getting to know certain technologies. There are people that, you know, that's their job, so they know it. But the people who, they just don't take no time to try to figure it out, even though that's a main function of your job. So she says in one point in the emails, while I appreciate, you know, I work in self-support. She was like, well, I was appreciate self-support is busy. Um, I don't have time to look at the instructions and please. And then she's going to email me as if she, I didn't see her email the other guy. She's like, um, I really, I'm sorry. I didn't um, really understand it. And I, I'm just so sorry about my, I'm just, I wish, I'm sorry about my limitations. Oh, your limitations? Mm. Or are you saying you sorry because you a lazy ass bitch? And you wanted me to do your work for you. So then after her boss had that conversation where she come over me, she was like, I'm just going to do a couple more of them for her. And then I'll send it to her and make her sweat. And I'm like, I don't care. Cause I'm letting you know, I'm not doing it. And you agree that I shouldn't do it. So if you're doing it for her, now we see where the problem is because you're not holding her responsible. I made it very clear what the problem was because you told me this is what it was. If you choose to do it for her, so be it. But don't let that shit slide on my desk. Cause I'm not doing it in my, in Brittany college. <laughs> not doing it. So, yeah, that's that's what it was. So she she had a sweater. It was like a and it was like a total of like nine of them. I had done two of them for her, so she had like seven left really to do. Not even really that much. The whole point is they don't expect her to, and they just and and when we had a meeting about it, it was oh you know she's um she doesn't know these things and she just needs more training. Well, if you know she needs more training, why haven't you done that? Why are we still yeah. talking about her training and it's okay because if she was my age and looked like me, it would not be fucking acceptable, period. Y'all have to stop that. Y'all get paid more than we do, more than likely because of years on a job and years on a job don't mean shit if you can't do what I'm doing, period. What does your seniority mean if you can't even alter a simple spreadsheet and do some some things and you won't and, and you rather try to get me in trouble and throw me under the bus i'm like no girl i actually drive the bus and i got a license and i will back it the fuck up on you oh. so she <laughs> she came in the next day like i could tell it was awkward she didn't like she didn't want to talk to me or address me because and i'm like it's fine bitch you whatever i'm not doing it she said she even told her, i'm not trying to make it seem like i'm putting my work on other people nobody said you were but that lets me know you are sis who the, why else this is your shit why would I do your shit? Because you don't know how to do it. Learn. The fuck? So, that was very frustrating. And that was the nigga who had the audacity. Because she ain't going to have the audacity no more. I will be directing all things her. I'm not doing you no favors. Who going to do me a favor? Nobody. Okay. Mm. I've got that off my chest. I, I, I can't even. I don't even. I this is them the type of people that get mad at you know the you know people who are not from this country and get on the phone with them and be like I can't understand what you're saying. So is it they fault or your fault? <laughs> so who's Girl, is it? You hit the nail on the head. Like I, I just and she has a sweet. I just I I just don't I I just can't. I I'm sorry. Just sweet as that sweet shit ain't gonna work for me, honey. And yes, you're right. She would be that same one to be like, I can't understand them. I can't understand them. All right. Well, you know, that's that's really some audacious shit right there. Y'all really just have me fucked up on a daily basis. And again, my model, I'm not doing it. What else you need me to do? That's my job. I'll do my job. I'm not doing yours. I'll get one paycheck and it's the same every fucking uh, two weeks. Why would I do your job? Why? 
Mm, 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 mm. So now we need to heal and manifest because fuck this bitch. (laughs) Okay, guys. So we have our first listener question and we're so excited about it. And this is on the heel. This question comes from Camille. This is on the heels of our wedding episode, I do believe. The question is, what does dating mean to y'all and what what does pursuit look like in your eyes when a guy uh, when you want a guy to pursue you. So do you want to go first, Nika? You can go first. Um, so first of all, let me start by saying I am so far out of the dating game. It's ridiculous. Um, but what dating means to me now, if I was to date again, is um, definitely somebody who is equally yoked. I definitely would not date anybody who doesn't have the things that I possess. Um because how can we flourish i'm not here to help you grow up i'm here to help you be an equal if that's what we're going to go towards um it means you know getting to know each other making sure our values and our morals are in a line and if they are not then we can you know it was nice getting to know you i you know wish you well what does pursuit mean pursuit kind of means the same thing like we're working towards the same goals and we have the same outline in life like okay do you want more kids I want more kids do you want a house do you want this what do your business goals look like you know are you working towards um your dreams or whatnot um what does marriage look like to you what does family look like to you how is your family um, let's get to know my family a little bit better. Are you healing? Do you have some healing that you need to do? Let's get, you know, into therapy. That's what dating aspect looks like to me now being, you know, 29 plus. Okay, 30. All right. <laughs> the truth will set you free. <laughs> okay, that's what dating means to me, 30 plus. Okay. What Can about you? you? Can you reread the first question? What does dating mean to you? To me, and I am somewhat far removed from the dating, but um, not as far. I still remember. So to me, dating means it. It I, I would say that dating is different for everybody. So when you are choosing, you know, you're in you're in the process and say you're dating whoever you are. Um, dating, you guys should have the same goal of, you know, the end goal, whether it's dating Mm -hmm. just to, you know, be something casual or dating to see what happens in the future or dating to as a, as marriage as the end result. So I feel like dating is different for everybody, but when you are engaged in dating somebody, dating, you guys should have the same, you know, goals of what dating means to you guys. Typically when we think of dating, you're, um, talking to someone in a relationship with someone and I know a lot of people get into the differentiation between well if you're dating you're not in a relationship if you're really that all is a matter of perspective so when I'm dating somebody I don't I don't remember a time when it says somebody I'm dating I think we always called it talking to but um just somebody I guess you at that point you're in a relationship with somebody and you guys have the same goals established as far as you know where you want the dating to end like do you want it to end with marriage um you working towards 
you know, that goal together and getting to know them to see, hey, can I spend my life with this person? If, if that's your goal, um, can we um, can we cross off our goals together? Can we work towards those things? Do we want to have children? Like, that's all a part of dating unless, you know, you're just dating to to just date, which apparently people do that too. Um, so that's what I would say dating was to me. Um, mm-hmm. And the second part of the question was what now? Um, the second part of the question is what does pursuit look like to you in your eyes? So pursuit, which that is a very great question. To me, I felt like this is my opinion because I am going to be old school when it comes to this. And I'm going to tell you why I feel like, and that it doesn't work like this for everybody. But for me, I feel like pursuit is something generally that comes from the man to the woman. I just, that is, that's just me and my, you know, for, you know, for me, I'm not saying that it can't be successful the other way around, but um, usually when a man, I feel like a man pursues a woman, he wants her attention. He wants something about her he likes he's intrigued with her so he's going to do things that he can to keep her in his presence whether that's taking her out on dates whether that's um spending time with her introducing her to family whatever the pursuit is just a whole process of you know kind of getting somebody liking somebody and kind of doing those things to keep them around is 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 what i would consider um as pursuing i feel like when a man you know pursues you generally you know where it is because you know you will always know where you stand where he pursues you because he's he's showing his interest first and i i am of the belief that i feel like sometimes men are so finicky and and have so many so easily distracted i feel like it's more beneficial when he's more attracted to you versus the other way around because it doesn't take usually much for women to fall I'm not speaking for myself, but just in general as a whole, we're more open to having a relationship and loving and they more like, hmm, let me see who I'm picking or like y'all like to say choosing. So I I would, you know, say the pursuit normally comes from the guy. That way, you know, you guys are, I guess, on the same page, and you know, where he stands. So there's no ghosting and things like that. And if that does happen, then obviously he wasn't into it so pursuit is just going to be something that he does what what he's willing to do to keep you around and based on what you tell him your requirements are is what i would say pursuit is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hope that i answered your question camille yes all right guys if you have any questions comments concerns you can definitely send us an email to blackgirlmanifest at gmail.com that's blkgirlmanifest at gmail.com um we definitely wanted to wrap up the episode by um giving our condolences and our love and our thoughts and our prayers to the Bryant family uh, I really didn't think that this was gonna hit me hard of course um by now you all know by the time this episode comes out it'll probably be you know late news but um the death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter um G- Gigi Gianni uh it really hit me hard just because um not to make this about me or whatever but I pray for my husband 
on a daily basis like he will make it home just because I know the world does not love these black men or whatever but um it definitely hit me hard and it hit me hard because I have a 13 year old as well so it's just really really devastating and this shit is not fair at all as people who oh it's just it's it's just devastating it's this shit not fair at all it's not fair it's not fair and i know that life is not fair but this shit right here is not fair i my condolences definitely go out to the brian family and especially his wife to have to bury her husband and she just had a baby (laughs) and her daughter so now that their baby will never know what their dad is like only thing she will ever know is what people tell her and stuff she reads in the in you know in the news and media and that's just that re- I, I I saw that as I was scrolling Instagram and I literally scrolled right past it because I thought it was them saying like I I thought it was kind of like one of those things that they were prematurely reporting he died and I'm like people love to play too much and I just scroll right past it and I'm like wait what this really happened like that is that is very um that's just unbelievable. I think we take advantage of, like I've seen a lot of people say, we take advantage of, you know, that we come home when we do because, you know, they were just going on, you know, something they normally do. Maybe, I mean, not normally do, but just, you know, something obviously wasn't something out of the ordinary, taking helicopter rides or whatever, not to think that something tragic was going to happen. So my heart really goes out to the family. I just really, um, we definitely lost another legend. So I really hate to hear that. If you gotta say shit like I didn't like Kobe, but you know condolences, girl, fuck <gasps> you, boy, fuck you, goodbye. Like, okay, just just don't say anything at all. And I, you know what, I've seen it from a couple people, and I noticed they're sports fans, and they say I've never been a big Kobe fan or Laker fans. Who gives a fuck? If we are giving condolences, why even start your statement off with some stupid ass shit like that? Who cares at that point? Because now you took this moment to make it about you. Do we care right. that what fan? So now you. You want excuse me. You want everybody to know I wasn't a fan of this or that. We, but I thought this message was about your condolences to the family, not about where you stood as fan. I just feel like that's really selfish and unnecessary. Like we just be doing too much, and that just makes me just hate. That's the part of social media I hate. Like, oh, shut up. Yeah. So annoy. Yeah. So annoy. In the words of Carson. <laughs> <laughs> okay Nico what are you manifesting this week we're getting out of here this week yes um this week I am and and just going forward I've been reading the book that Brittany told you guys about um on I can't remember what episode it was but the power of your subconscious mind and I'm just mm, really mm, mm. keeping I'm really finding myself correcting and unlearning as we talked about last week um my fucked up ass thinking processes and I say that because a lot of times we'll tend to kind of think on a negative side to keep it safe mm-hmm. rather than like really thinking positive and kind of you know generating those positive thoughts so that we can make ourselves do positive action so I'm I'm just manifesting um that I will continue to grow as a person and continue to um watch my subconscious and what I tell myself um and just manifesting just that in the future whatever I want it will be I have the power for it to be that way and I'm manifesting that for myself and my family period how are you liking the book 
I really like it. I, I'm, I'm, it's a, it's going to be a slow read for me because I'm taking it more like lessons and applying them and I'm like highlighting and shit as I go. Yes, but yes, I'm yes. really like enjoying this book. I, I definitely, if you guys didn't hear me, it's The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Mur- Murphy. I think I paid maybe $10 for it on Amazon, but um, very good read. It's kind of, it just gives you um, very good examples of, um, subconscious thoughts and how they can affect you and I'm I'm early in the book so I'm I'm just like yes let's go I'm, I don't even want it to end so I kind of reading it slow on purpose so really like it. yeah I just picked it back up again after you know the episode re-aired and you know it's one of those things where like you can read it six seven times and like learn something new again mm-hmm. over and over so yeah I definitely am I'm back into it again. I think I'm like on the maybe like this. It's not really chapters in the book, so I'm like maybe the third or fourth chapter, quote unquote. Gotcha. Um, this week I am manifesting clarity and I just want everybody to be cautious when they are manifesting clarity because once you ask for it, it does come to you. Uh, it comes to you fast, so if you're not wanting to let go of those relationships and you know you still want to hold on to the toxicity of you know situations do not pray for clarity because this shit comes at you like a a train and it cannot stop but I'm asking for clarity for I'm right now I'm kind of like struggling with relationships that I want to repair and is it like really worth it to be mad like yeah you can forgive somebody and move on but are some of these relationships valuable for to me and before I reach out to anybody or before I want or before I, you know, manifest for anybody to reach out to me, I want to um, manifest clarity in my life because I don't want to reopen doors that need to be closed. So that's what I'm manifesting for this week. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, girl. So that's it for this week, y'all. It's been a short episode compared to most. Compared to Marco, <laughs> we still over an hour. I know. I, know. I just don't know what it's gonna take to get a successful forty-five minutes. Had a baby as a boy. <laughs> we just talk. <sighs> yes. But anywho, y'all. Again, if you want to leave a, you know, ask us for advice or have any questions, definitely send us an email to blackgirlmanifest at gmail dot com. That's B L k girl manifest at gmail.com and we may just read it aloud on your show any announcements on your show on our show sorry do you have any announcements i do have an announcement i lost 13 pounds in three weeks thank you you lost how many not jesus but huh how many edit that out um (laughs) (laughs) 13 girl i went to the doctor did you um, yes ma'am i started to feel my collarbone so i said i was gonna be more transparent about my weight loss process i have not been but just know i'm i'm in the lab working and now i'm really about to get back on my workout stuff so i can continue on, to get under this 200 pounds that is crushing me yes i'm so proud of you <sighs> oh, thank you you're welcome you're welcome that's so amazing that's, that's it for announcements <laughs> <laughs> okay guys we'll see you next week bye bye guys real niggas linking up every week (laughs) out